On this episode of What's the Secret Podcast, we're continuing our special series on affiliate marketing secrets. And this is part two. So in this episode, we're going to talk about how to round up affiliates for your products and courses. I'm going to cover all of the nuts and bolts of what makes an attractive offer to affiliates. What's a normal percentage to give them, right? We're going to talk about payout considerations, uh, how to handle the financial side of things. We're going to cover how to make it easier for affiliates to promote you, how to do contests, incentives. I'm even going to talk about how to grow if you're starting from scratch. How do you build your way into those bigger and bigger relationships? And finally, I'm going to wrap it up by talking a bit about the dark side of affiliate marketing because it can catch you kind of unexpectedly if you're not ready. So I don't want you to fall into that trap. So we're going to cover all that on this episode. So grab a cool drink, sit back and enjoy What's the Secret Podcast. Tired of being at the mercy of your job? Tired of watching your hard work fill someone else's bank account? Want control of your time and lifestyle? Well, if you want the real secrets, the gurus won't tell you of how ordinary people just like you and me can create thriving businesses that deliver financial and lifestyle freedom, you're in the right place. Aloha. My name's Tom Gaddis, and welcome to What's the Secret Podcast. Aloha, Tom Gaddis here, and thanks so much for tuning in this week. Again, we have a special series going on on affiliate marketing secrets. And in the previous episode, uh, I, I talked a lot about the basics, right? What affiliate marketing is, Some uh, just to give you a good overview of what we're getting into. And over the next few episodes, we're really going to dive into the nitty gritty, the uh, tactics and some of the strategies we use to effectively make money with affiliate marketing. And more specifically, in this episode, we're gonna talk about affiliate marketing as it relates to your products and courses. And what I mean by that is you have a product or a course and you want affiliates to promote it for you. So that's what we're gonna be covering in this episode. In the next episode, we're gonna talk about if you are the affiliate and you're promoting someone else's products. So you want to tune in for all those. And by the way, if you haven't already gone to TomGaddis.com and downloaded your free e-guide of the Milk It Method, you should do that because that is the strategy, the overall strategy behind a lot of what I do in my online business. And it'll give you a good foundation and uh, help you kind of wrap your head and know what to do next with some of the things we're going to talk about here. But Let's get into affiliate marketing for your product. So again, what this means is you have a product or course. Someone is going to join your affiliate program. They are going to promote your product or course to wherever they have an audience, right? Their email list, maybe their Facebook group, maybe their Instagram. Uh, they get a special link. And whenever someone clicks that link and they buy your product, you're agreeing to pay them a percentage of the sales. And there are uh, lots of different ways to set that up. Uh, a lot of the funnel building softwares out there like ClickFunnels, 
funnel pages, they allow you to set up affiliate pages so that uh, you can run them directly from your account and you handle everything on your end, right? Or you can go with some affiliate marketing platforms. So there are, you know, networks out there that allow you to put your products on their network and they handle all that stuff for you. For example, we use Warrior Plus. So we list our products on Warrior Plus and then Warrior Plus handles all of the affiliate side of things, meaning that when somebody uh, purchases purchases our product through Warrior Plus, we have their buy links on our pages, they automatically do the affiliate commissions, they split it all out. It's, you know, we can set all that stuff up in the back end. And so they, they handle all of that. So other places that do that are like ClickBank, JVZoo, uh, Warrior Plus, and I'm sure there's other ones out there. So you can find those just by, you know, Googling affiliate platform. Uh, you might be able to find something that'll allow you to set that all up. So if you're going to run an affiliate program, that's the first thing you need, right? A way to um, divvy up the money and do those things for the affiliates that you want in. Because affiliates, you know, when you're promoting that, you want to be able to see your stats. You want to be able to see, you know, how much traffic did I see send? What's my conversion? All of that stuff. And, um, you know, big affiliate marketers, they're looking for offers that have those, you know, those high conversions, those uh, high EPCs, as they call them in the business, where, you know, you have a funnel and maybe the front end offer is a low end thing at $27, but by the end, you know, they can make $100 or more for everyone that buys. So uh, that's where you can find the uh, software and the platforms to set up an affiliate program. But what's a good percentage to offer affiliates. So we are in the, uh, you know, we're kind of in the information based space. So we sell a lot of softwares. We sell a lot of courses that are information based, teaching people a specific skill, a pretty standard amount in our industry is 50%. So a lot of times, uh, if you're doing a you know, promoting somebody's product or maybe doing their webinar, they'll pay 50% of whatever the sale price is. So if the, uh, if the buyer is paying $497, every time uh, the affiliate makes a sale, they're getting $250, right? So that's standard in our industry. I would encourage you, whatever your industry is, to look around. If you have an e-commerce platform or, or something like that, you might want to look around and see what other people are offering. Now, that that percentage of 50% is on one-time purchases, right? And some affiliates do 75%. We have even done 100% on the front-end product to encourage affiliates to promote and we're able to do that because we know we had several steps in the funnel and that even if we didn't make any money on the front end product, we were going to make it up on the back end. So when you're running an affiliate program for your offers and things, it's important that you know your numbers, right? That you understand like, hey, I can give up all the money on the front end because I know I have things on the back end that are going to convert and I'm going to make more by doing that, right? Because I'm going to get more affiliates in because it's going to be more attractive to them. So, you know, I say 50% is kind of a standard, but we've done 75%. We've done 100% on one-time purchase things. Now, if you have a product or a course that has a re recurring element to it in that it's going to be billed every month and you want to pay an affiliate, the uh, commissions tend to be less when you're talking about recurring. So, 
when you're offering something that's recurring, you know, it could be 10%, 20%, 30%. I've, I have very rarely seen it over those amounts. Um, so, you know, anywhere between 10 and 30%. And the reason it's lower is because you're getting paid that every single month, right? Like we have products and courses that people have promoted for us a couple of years ago, and we're still paying them every month because those things bill every month, right? It's a recurring billing thing. Uh, so those are my recommendations if you have a product or course for percentages. Uh, I mentioned, you know, that when people when you have affiliates like that, right, and they're they're paying money in, there's going to be refunds. So how do you handle refunds? Well, a lot of the affiliate platforms like Warrior Plus and stuff will handle all of that, all of those things for you. Uh, one thing that you need to be aware of is you know, if you don't know someone who's promoting your products, um, then you may want to like delay paying them their commissions until it goes past your refund period, right? So let's say that you're selling a product, it's $27, you're giving away 50%, so they're making $13.50 for every sale, and you have a refund period of 30 days, right? So you can set up your affiliate platform to hold that money for 30 days and then release it to the affiliate. And a lot of product creators and course creators do this, and that is because of refunds, right? So what can happen is an affiliate could sell your products, and if you pay them instantly, and then they spend the money, and then that customer refunds, they don't have money in their account to give back to you for the refund. And so you can be out that money. You, the product creator, would be responsible for that loss. A lot of the affiliate networks will, uh, you know, they have ways around that. But one way to do that is to just set it up so that the commissions are delayed. So once the refund period is passed, then you pay them their commission minus any ones that have been refunded. That way, you know, you have control of the money, right? So that's another thing to consider when you're talking about payment and the financial side of things as well. This episode of What's the Secret Podcast is sponsored by Offline Sharks. Offline Sharks, where website designers, social media experts, SEO professionals can get custom software tools and training on how to quickly scale and grow their digital agencies. If you're looking to build reoccurring revenue into your agency and go from one to two clients to six figures and beyond, Offline Sharks is the place to do it. So head over to offlinesharks.com forward slash Tom and start growing your agency today. Now, the biggest thing when it comes to having affiliates promote your stuff is for you, the product creator, the course creator, to make it as easy as possible for them to promote you. And by that, what I mean is you should have all of your ducks in a row. They should literally be able to just copy, paste and run your promo. So you want, you know, like for all of our promos, we have what we call a JV document, a joint venture document. This has all the information of the promo. It's got what it's about. It's got links to the sales pages. It's got links to any upgrades that may be offered. We include descriptions. Um, we include email swipes. So an email swipe is an email that you pre-write for the affiliate so that they can send it to their list. So it sounds like it's coming from them. So when you write email swipes for an affiliate, they're not coming from you. 
you have to write them like they're coming from the affiliate. So, you know, we write those. Typically, those are things like, hey, my friend, Tom, like, so you write like you're the affiliate talking about you, right? So you want to have all that stuff. You can put graphics together. Uh, You can even uh, put together additional bonuses and things that the affiliates can use to entice their audience and community to buy, right? So the easier it is for them, the more affiliates you will get to promote your stuff because uh, affiliates, I, I don't know, I mean, I hate to say it, but they're they're pretty lazy, right? Like they want you to do most of the work so they can just send, I mean, they've spent, they've done the work building the audience, right? So the uh, the least amount of work they can do to, to generate income from that, they're super happy with that. So you just wanna make it super easy for them to promote. And if you're doing something like a launch like a a four day launch or a limited launch or something like that, I'd highly recommend that you that you run a contest. You make it a good contest, right? Give away prize money for people with the most sales, with the highest revenue, all those kinds of things. Uh, And I would put together some incentives that affiliates can use to mail like special bonuses and things like that. Now, when you're talking about bigger affiliates, uh, a lot of times bigger affiliates will want more from you if you are a a smaller person in the market, especially, right? So maybe you typically, uh, you know, maybe you're paying your affiliates 50%, but there's just a big affiliate. You know, their audience is huge. You know, your offer is going to do great with it. So you really want that affiliate on board. There is uh, nothing wrong with going to that affiliate and saying, hey, you know, look, I know I'm paying 50% on this offer, but for you, I would make a special deal. I would give you 100% of the front end offer if you would jump on board. That is a perfectly acceptable business practice based on the size of people's audiences, right? So if it's just a big affiliate, you really want them on board for whatever reason, you can negotiate a better deal for them to have them jump on knowing that you're going to make it up in volume, right? Make it up in volume. So let's talk a minute about those bigger affiliates, because if you're just starting out, right, and you have a product or course and you haven't sold much of it or or you have a, a small audience, how do you get those big affiliates to promote you? Well, look, there's no easy way to do this. When you're first starting and you're small, you're going to have to scratch and claw and do everything you can to build your audience as quickly as possible, because when it comes to getting the best affiliates to promote your stuff, they're obviously interested in you promoting them as well. So the bigger your audience is, the more they're gonna want you to promote them, which will then encourage them to promote you. And it sounds like a catch 22, but you know, at one point we had no email list, we had no audience, we had no customers. We just had to, we had to build and work hard to build that audience. And that meant in the beginning, uh, doing whatever we had to do to promote other people, to put out our own products, to build our, doing all that hard work of building that community and that audience so that as we grew, we could get bigger and bigger affiliates, right? Now in our space, we're one of the biggest affiliates in that space. And so we can be a lot more picky and choosy about what we promote and who we work with. And, you know, Yes, we're always looking for amazing things to bring to our community. Yes, we want things that will bring them success, but we're also running a business. So, you know, we also want to work with people that are going to help our business grow in the long run. You know, so 
I guess what I would say about that is, you know, your product and course may be great, but if you don't have a big audience and you're trying to get a big affiliate to promote you, don't be surprised or hurt if they say no, right? Like work on building your audience, getting your community up and then come back to them when you have more traction and stuff. And you'll find usually that it works a lot better that way. One other specific tip I can give you for that is when you are small and starting out, a lot of times you'll be able to look in your market and you'll be able to see who the really big players are, who the big affiliates are, right? What I recommend you do is follow those people and pay attention to who do they, who do they promote? Who do they hang around with, right? So a lot of times you can find there's going to be two, three really big players in your market. But below them, there's going to be a series of smaller players and below them, a series of smaller players, right? There's there's a, a hierarchy to the market. So if you can work backwards, so look at the big affiliate you want to work with and then try to build out almost like an, an organization chart, right? Like, oh, OK, they know this person. They know that person. These people know these people, right? Like a lot of times you can work your way up the chart so you can start with someone that is easily approachable and not as big as those people, but they know the people above them, right? And so they'll tell the other people and sometimes you can ask for an introduction and you can end up working with the big the big fish in the in the pond because you you strategize and work your way backwards, right? We've done that quite a bit and it works like gangbusters. So keep that in mind when you're looking at your market, like who knows who and who can I work with that's maybe smaller? that knows the bigger person so I can head in that direction, right? Now, I, I want to wrap up this episode by talking a little bit about the dark side of affiliate marketing. Um, because, I mean, there's just really no way to sugarcoat this or go around it, but there are a lot of shady people in that space, and they do a lot of shady things. I mean, we have had all kinds of things happen to us, things like, We've agreed to promote somebody's product because they were running a contest. And then when their launch didn't do well, they went in and changed the contest money payout without telling anybody, I guess, just hoping no one would notice. Right. And we're like, we noticed um, we've had people not pay us. Right. They're supposed to pay us. They haven't paid us. We've had we've just had people do a lot of shady things and it's out there. Right. And just, you know, all I can say is, you know, be be nice to everybody. You want to work with everybody. You want to give everybody a fair break, but always cut the cards. Always, you know, cross your T's and dot your I's and make sure that you're protected and you're not putting yourself out there in a situation that could end up hurting you, right? Um, the other thing about this as well is, you know, we make a very conscious decision to run our business in a ethical above board manner. And sometimes when you're doing that, it will feel like everyone else around you is not. And the temptation to lower yourself to that level can be strong because there's money involved and sometimes a lot of money involved. I would encourage you to resist that temptation. Like, you know, we we wake up every morning feeling really good about our, our business because we treat everyone with respect. When we say we're going to do something, we do it. When we say we're going to pay somebody, we pay them. Like we meet deadlines, like we are professionals. And as a result, we expect other people to be professional with us. And when we start interacting with people and they're not, we just cut ties. Like 
it doesn't matter how big of a person they are, how big their audience is, like we don't need that headache, right? So because we run our business in the right way, it makes it much easier to do that and expect those standards from other people. It also makes us uh, a lot easier to work with because people know what they can expect from us. They know we're going to pay them. They know we're going to like, they've had all those experiences too, of people that don't do what they say they're going to do and all those things. So when they come across somebody who actually does business the right way, especially if they're the same way. And there are a lot of those people out there too, that run their businesses the right way. When you come into contact with somebody else doing what you're doing, you're like, Oh man, we're going to work together a lot. Right? Because it's just so refreshing after working with people that aren't professional and don't have their stuff together. So just be aware there are shady people out there. People will do things like promote your product and then spend all the money. So if somebody has a refund, they can't pay you. They'll do that. They will not pay you contest winnings because just for whatever reason, like that, that will happen. My advice to you is Make a note, do not work with those people again, but always, always stick to your true self and run your business in an ethical and professional way. Make sure you're following all of, you know, the legal, the correct legal things to do. Make sure you're, you're doing everything above board. You're keeping your side of the street clean. That way you can feel good about what you're doing. And um, I think that is one of the most important things of all. Well, listen, I know this has been a little bit of a longer episode, but there was a lot to cover and I hope you got value out of the tactics, the nuts and bolts, the nitty gritty things that you can do to get affiliates to promote your products. It really is one of the best ways to increase the revenue in your business. Like it's unbelievable when you run your first promo and somebody sends to their list and you get, you know, 100, 200, 300, 500 new customers into your community and you really didn't have to do anything except provide them some swipes and a product to promote, right? So it's really a great way to build your business. Uh, we've used it very effectively to grow ours and I hope that you're able to do the same. If you have any questions about anything I covered or you know, you just wanna to find out more about something, feel free to go to tomgaddis.com and uh, just hit the contact form there and send me a question in. I'd love to hear from you. I hope you enjoy this series. And if you do, I would appreciate it if you'd go to wherever you listen to this podcast and leave me a review. Love to get feedback from listeners of What's the Secret. All right, I'm gonna wrap it up now. Thanks again for listening. Enjoy the rest of your week. Stay safe out there and practice aloha. Once again, thank you so much for carving out the time to hear what was shared on today's podcast. If you found it helpful, then please share it with someone else. Just simply share the link or post it on Facebook and say, check this out. Really make my day if you did that. Also, make sure you subscribe if you haven't already so every podcast gets sent straight to you and you don't have to go searching for it. Again, my name's Tom Gaddis, and I'll see you next week on What's the Secret Podcast. Aloha for now, everyone.